in-game live continues. I am Gabriel Morensi. We're kicking it with Reggie Reddit, Cam Stewart. Thanks to Cousin Sal and Joey Odessa for joining us so far on SiriusXM Channel 204. An Australian Rules uh, football scholarship. It's Took an engineering uh, course and uh, now yep. lives in uh, lives uh, in a van uh, down, down down by, by the by river. The river. Uh, Mick Aussie steps up and in. Mick. And, you know, Mick's an Australian, but everyone's talking about, oh, it's cold in these football games. Mick is sitting in the outdoors, and he's loving it. He's going to do some ice fishing after, drink some beer. He's loving the great outdoors. How you doing, Mick? Yes, guys, and Cam and Gabe, I thought I'd come back to the lake. You recognize that sign in the background where I was here in the summertime? The sun only just went down. Beautiful night, about minus four degrees and uh, cloud, no cloud in the sky. It's beautiful, and I can't wait for the football games. The NFL is going to be fantastic this weekend. See, Gabe? So, so mix in a place at Bear Lake minus four. So what's minus four then? What about 1620? See what I'm talking about? It's colder where Mick is than the game's going to be in Green Bay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And he's not brilliant. And he's sitting outside the TV hit right now. Correct. What's that sign say behind you, Mick? What's it say not to do? Like, to tell oh, us what, what's that sign say? No fishing? Oh, no skating, no. Uh... No dumping fish, everything. But, you know, i got the hockey stick in case some bear tries to attack me and uh, pelicans and gooses and all them. But they all hibernate in the winter. I think they fly south. So here on my own, mate, just with the good spirits. And we're going to put some good spiritual power out to your Buffalo Bills. So I hope all the people on the planets on satellite radio are listening. And go the Bills, mate. They've been terrible for years. So I hope they do well, mate, just for you and for all the Toronto people that follow the Bills. All right, Mick. So you lit it up last week. Um, how, you know, you ran it. What were your picks last week? Yeah. Were you, did you run the table or did you get every pick right? You I said, had a good but the one, you said uh, Tennessee by one, right? Is that the one game you got wrong? Uh, I tell the truth, I'm no liar. I had a bit of a rough one, but you guys got lucky on the uh, Washington football team covering. I mean, I even put put money on the Bucks at minus 13.5 in game because who expected oh. Taylor Heineken to come in and do well? I mean, he's so yeah. good they named a beer after him over there in the uh, Netherlands. He was fantastic, <laughs> so you guys got lucky. I got a little bit unlucky on a few. But I got Rams in this competition. So I'm going to hedge it, mate. I'm going to hedge the uh, Packers-Rams bet. There you go. There's some uh, betting terminology. Hedge. Yeah, yeah, we don't do hedging on this show. Hedging is for gardeners. We don't do the hedging here. Uh, so, All right, Mick, what's the algorithm? And you didn't tell us what the, the steps were of the algorithm. We got a couple yeah. of here, so... You didn't tell us, like, the ingredients. Cam wants to know, like, what, what are the ingredients that go in? Yeah, what's the in the stew? Yeah, what's in the stew? All right. Well, I've only used the algorithm on two of the games because I'm very confident on the other two. But the two games I use the algorithm on are tough ones. Ravens at your Bills and Bucks at Saints. So there is nine to ten equations. And let's just pick on a good one, eh? Let's go Ravens, Bills, uh, item G. Let's, let's go coaching advantage. Harbour versus McDermott, very even, no points, no favouritism at all. So this game is so tough, 
it equals out on a lot of the equation. What's item? What's item E and F? Item G. Item G. What are the items? I'm glad you asked. Item E. Item yes. E is very, very good. Item E is injuries slash COVID nineteen out. So you got to wait till Sunday morning for that. But at the moment, I think the Ravens might have a couple of players a bit suspect looking at their training report this week. So we have injuries, COVID, coaching advantage, and then another one. This is really good. I love this one. Item K, turnovers. Turnovers in the season and the playoffs. So we have, we have one point advantage, Gabe, for your Bills. Because during the season, they were both plus four. But the Ravens had an interception last week, I believe. So I'm going to give one point for your bills on turnovers. How did you get all the way to K? This is K a, yeah, B, where's C. A, B, C, and D? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Hold on, Mick. Just tell us the other ingredients here. Like, it's a simple question. Yeah. What, what are the well, others? Cause we, Go, cause going we, out, what is it? What's A, B, C? What are they? All like, right, why is because K we don't cool? have half an hour, I just picked three of the beauty. A, <laughs> A, A is gut feel slash NFL knowledge. B, we've scrubbed <laughs> it because it doesn't apply to playoffs. C is home field advantage. I'll give you one point for your bills. D is better quarterback. Now, every part has up to three points except for D. You can have seven points for better quarterback. I've ranked. Lamar Jackson and your boy Josh Allen equal. So it's very even, guys. All right, Mick. So Rams, awesome. Rams, I like item K, turnovers. I do too. <laughs> I know, it's the best. It's true. It's Sla true. I like it's slash fun. gut feel. What was it? Gut feel and, uh, and NFL knowledge. Yes, that's, the, that's amazing. I love you, Mick. That's great stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, Gabe, Gabe before we yeah, get Packers, onto the Rams. Rams. Yeah, Packers-Rams. What do you got? Well, hang on. I've got to tell you the result of the Bills-Ravens. You're going to love this due to my equation, and it's up to debate. But my feeling is Bills by one. So there you go. You'll be happy with that, Gabe. Now, oh the God. next game, like you said, the Rams at the Packers. Well, I didn't even do the equation. I went with my gut feel and NFL knowledge, and I haven't changed my mind all week. Packers to win, and I believe they will cover. I've listened to you boys all week and some of the other experts. Sure, Rams have got a great defense, but this is the key. The week's rest, and also the Packers did not rest players on week 17 because they wanted to finish top. I will go for a good offense and a great quarterback in Aaron Rodgers over defense. I believe the Packers will win by seven. So they will just cover. But I don't care either way because I've got the Rams in that competition. So I win either way, right? All right. Mick, mix uh, numbers. Buffalo by one. Green Bay by seven. Both um, both right on the point spreads. All right. What about the, uh, the Chiefs? What about the Chiefs and the Browns, Browns. McGossie? 
Well, this is another game that I did not use the algorithm. I went straight with item A, gut feel slash NFL knowledge. I know you talking the Browns up the all best. week. The Browns, the Browns, the Browns. You, you know, have an accident in your underpants. They did well last week, but I am going to pick the Chiefs to win. However, I do agree with a lot of you people. They may start slow, and the Browns, I think they might cover. But I don't worry too much about your spread, your plus-minus, Gabe. And I was so happy to see you celebrate the Bills' victory because that's all that really counts is a win. Chiefs to win as one of my best money line bets. But, yeah, I think Browns might cover. But you never know when Patrick Mahomes gets going. He could score three <laughs> touchdowns just like that. So I will be staying away from that spread and I will be a sensible better on the plus minus. All right. So what about the uh, the history uh, network uh, special here between Tampa and New Orleans? The oldest quarterback uh, in the history of the NFL playing each other in a football game. 85 years old combined between uh, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. And what's crazy is, Baker Mayfield is the oldest guy in the AFC quarterbacks. Out of four quarterbacks in the <laughs> AFC, Baker Mayfield That's is crazy. the oldest one, and he's 25. Wow. He is the oldest uh, one. So uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Nolens. What are you doing with this one uh, here, Mick? Abs <laughs> yes, absolutely. I use the equation on this one because this is going to be an absolute ripper. I see. I know why you picked the Saints, Gabe. Because you don't like Tom Brady. And I don't blame you. He caused you hell for 20 years as a Bills fan. I hope the Bucks win. And with my equation, and I didn't add it up until the end, guess what? I got a draw. I got a zero. I got a tie. And then I thought, okay, well, gut feel. I'm oh. going to go for the Bucks. The Bucks to win in overtime by three or six. Should be a ripper. I hope the Bucks win. Oh, that offense is looking good, A.B. and Gronk and all the guys. And I tell you what, in the quarterback advantage, I gave two points for Tom Brady because he's playing a bit better than Drew Brees. But should be an absolutely great game on Sunday night. Can't wait. See, I like your style, Again? I like Mick's style. I told you that game might go to overtime. Mick knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Bold pick. Love it. Will the game go to overtime? It. On the odds right now, will the game? You like that pick, Ken? I think we. Will the game I love it. We're gonna. We gotta bet it now. So I, let me just get the odds. What are we seeing here for? Will the Saints and the Buccaneers go to overtime? Because, and man, can you imagine Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Drew Brees's last game, maybe, and um, and it goes to overtime. I can see it now, man. It would be big time, uh, big time drama. About what do you think? Plus three eighty, four twenty. To say I'm hoping I was hoping for a plus six fifty, but yeah, you're not gonna say, get uh, that. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna say plus four twenty five, and yep, it is. I'll take it. Oh, 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 oh! You're gonna you both of you. Oh, plus eight hundred. Oh my god! I thought it'd be a five to one at the most. I'm betting it, man. Fifty quid. Fifty quid. What do you call them in us? What are the dollars called? Dollars? Uh, yeah, dollars. They're called dollars, dollars I think. Dollars, yeah, they're dollars. Dollars or bucks. <laughs> dollars bucks. or bucks. 
<laughs> in-game live continues. I am Gabriel Moran, so we're kicking it with a range and redhead cam store. We'll get back to all the in-game uh, action. We'll just uh, wrap it up uh, right now with uh, Mick Aussie. Uh, Mick, uh, one of your boys, uh, Denver Bronco. Uh, Vaughn Miller under criminal investigation right now in Colorado. Although they don't say for what, which exactly. is kind which of, is kind of un- weird. Kind of, un- kind of unfair to him. <laughs> I agree. In, in a way. It's like, well, you know, let's tarnish his name without really knowing. I don't know. I think there might have been some crazy text messages to a, to a woman uh, a couple mm. of weeks ago. Uh, with this stuff, I got games to worry about than this stuff. But uh, Mick, you don't have a Von Miller jersey, do you? Oh well, last week I wore the Von Miller jersey, but today I thought I'd wear the uh, your other great friend Peyton Manning. I thought it might bring oh, me a bit more luck. Tennessee teabagger, Titi. Right. The, the only trouble with Von Miller is some women are probably after his chickens because he's a chicken farmer. So they're probably after his money and his chickens. His <laughs> money and his chickens. Yeah, the Purdue Chicken Company. They want yeah, Miller. All right, Mick. <laughs> Mick, Mick Mick's uh, also an attorney as well. All right, Mick. Stay warm out there. Um, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll see you online. You want to follow Mick on uh, Twitter? Uh, follow at your own risk, at Mick Aussie on Twitter. Stay safe, Mick. All right, and if they gave Aaron Rodgers more than one wide receiver, he would have won more Super Bowls. That GM is nuts picking Jordan Love. What is that? See you later, guys. Have a great weekend, eh? You too, Mick. Mick. Aussie. So, yeah, Mick, see? Mick so here's the thing. People are complaining about weather. This guy's this guy's out in negative conditions with a with headlights as a camera and and doing it fine. So what's the problem here? Mick gets it. I don't I don't know what his carriers or what kind of uh, device he's using, but he sounds clearer than any of our guests. That he's sitting next to a lake in the middle of the winter, in the middle of the woods, exactly in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Isn't it unbelievable? Welcome to Mikazi.tv here on a Friday night before the second weekend of the NFL playoffs. Well, I had a great show tonight. Fun from the Duck Lake in Edmonton. I was again on uh, Game Time Decisions in-game live show with Gabe Renzi and Cam Stewart. It's on New York Sports Grid Network. Oh, radio, TV, everything, YouTube, all sorts of mediums, all sorts of channels. And now, as of last week, on Sirius XM Channel 204. So check that out. I'll put that show up on YouTube and also as a separate audio podcast. So audio podcasts are fantastic. Listen to them as you drive around in your car or at home in the shower or wherever. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. And there's other Mick Aussie International Sports Show podcasts on CastBox, Spotify, Spinler. But I like CastBox. They're the one that hosts my podcast. So check it out on CastBox X. FM or Spotify. All right, so let's now talk about some NFL. I can't wait. So even though I'm talking picks or whatever, I'm going to talk about the final eight teams left in the playoffs. So hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast. 
for the next year where I talk about specific great players of each NFL team left in the playoffs. Well, it's a divisional round championships. It's going to be great. And we start off on Saturday afternoon with the LA Rams. The Sheep Boys are traveling to Green Bay Packers to take on the... Packers in the famous stadium, but there's not going to be many people there at all because of COVID-19. Packers start off six and a half point favourite. Well, I use my Moneyline multi-margin mathematics equation at times, but the item A on that equation is gut feel slash my NFL knowledge. So as I said tonight on Sports Grid with Gabe and Cam, I did not do the equation calculation for this game because I made up my mind on Sunday night. I'm going to take the Packers and probably cover. So take the Packers on minus seven. Several reasons. They've had the weak rest. Aaron Rodgers is a legend. you got Aaron Jones. So the two Aarons, Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, the champ, and Aaron Jones, the running back. They've had the weak rest. But in week 17, they played. They played because they wanted the win to get that top spot. So they didn't have too much time off. Maybe like the Kansas City Chiefs, who we'll talk about later. They might be rusty. Well, early Sunday morning, it'll be crazy in New Zealand because all the sheep, the sheep shaggers and the rams, the sheep, they'll all be leaving the paddocks about 8 o'clock in the morning and they'll be cruising along the roads and they'll all be heading to the town. So the roads will be packed out with sheep, jam-packed with sheep and then the barmen, the managers of the sports bars and pubs in the towns in all over New Zealand, they'll have the TVs out on the street so all the sheep can watch their favourite team, the LA Rams. Oh, well, they're a chance. They are a chance. And as I said, I'm going to hedge this bet. A hedge is where you bet against what you've already got. Well, I finished 10th in the Moneyline Aggregate competition out of 89 people. And it's a fantastic competition. Finished 10th. So the best team available left was the Rams. And I thought they were some sort of chance to beat the Seahawks. And they did. They beat them well. The Browns was a team that was left as well, and also the Bears. But I took the took the Rams, so I'm still in. I'm still in the competition for the uh, money line aggregate. Now um, let's talk about some more players for the Packers. See, this is the trouble with the Packers, and I've only ever given Aaron Rodgers one good wide receiver for his whole career. You got Adams right now. He's great. If they didn't bloody well pick a quarterback i can't believe that i can't still believe that the gm of the packers took a quarterback in the first round when aaron Rodgers is like oh what is he like 37 he's got three or four more great years left and they took him they took a quarterback in the in the first round it was disgraceful give him a wide receiver and if he had an extra wide receiver right now we wouldn't even be talking about Packers may be covering, they would definitely win and be a big chance for the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Packers GM, what's his name? I'll even get in trouble for saying his name. I wanted to say his name on the show tonight, but I couldn't. It's Brian Gutkunst. Gutkunst. G-U-T-E-K-U-N-S-T. See, I would have got in trouble if I said that. I would have said Gutkunst. 
And everyone knows that you can't say the C, the cunt word in Canada. They'll get all upset. Sure, in Australia, your mum and your sister will hit you if you say the C word. But here, oh my God, women will disown you if you say that word. <laughs> so Brian Goodkunst, he was the GM of the Packers. And Lafleur, the coach, they picked Jordan Love. I, can't, I still can't get over it. It's one of the worst decisions ever in any draft. Jordan Love is now third-string quarterback. All I can think of is maybe bloody Brian Goodstunt, Goodkunst, maybe his girlfriend or wife, maybe they said to him, if you don't pick Jordan Love, I won't love you anymore. So you go and pick Jordan Love, and then I'll stay with you. There's just no explanation as to why they would do that. Some people say they did it so that it would drive Aaron Rodgers even more determined what a load of friggin' Cleveland Brown shit of bullshit that is. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. All the great ride receivers available and they picked Jordan Love. Nothing against that kid. Nothing against him. But there's no way the Packers should have picked a quarterback in the first round. And anyone that tries to agree with him can go and just fucking wake up and smarten the hell up. Disgraceful. If Rodgers had another star wide receiver tomorrow, they would definitely win by more than seven. So there's the there's the Packers, eh? I think they'll win. Now the Rams. Get this. Check this out. I nearly, I nearly, I nearly lost it. Defensive end. Morgan Fox. Morgan Fox is defensive end for the LA Rams. Well, if you checked out my movie, you would see that I am in the horse stables. And Morgan Fox, the Playboy model, a Playboy centerfold from Vancouver, Canada. I got friends with her because she was a barmaid at this, uh, the Rippers, the Strippers. So I got friends with her and she agreed and we went and filmed in the horse stables because she trains horses. She put my South Gawler Lions jersey on, jumper, Guernsey on, ripped it off, did a little video. My Aussie mates just couldn't believe that I'm hanging out with a Playboy model. That's when I first got here to Vancouver. And then I went off to Denver to film the Broncos. And of course, she was training the horses. So a good little mix about horses and Broncos. So Morgan Fox is a defensive end for the LA Rams. Oh, I just brought back memories of that great lady. I still see her on Facebook. She had a boyfriend at the time. We were friends. Oh, did a little dirty dancing with her one night at the nightclub. Had a little, little grab, a nice little dirty dance. And Morgan Fox, fantastic lady. Rams, you got Donald at the defensive end. He is fantastic. He's one of the best, probably the best pass rusher in the NFL. And you got Ramsey at cornerback. Oh, they're a good team. But their offense, Jared Goff, overrated. Blake Bortles, third string. Wolford, he got concussion. You got Cooper, Cup, and Woods. Yeah, they're good. But like I said, when the when the uh, rules favor the offense, I gotta go with the great quarterback and the week's rest. So let's hope and think that the Packers will beat the Rams in the first game. But like I said, I hedged it. So I'll bet on the Packers, and I got the Rams in that competition. A hedge? God, some of the terminology in sports betting is crazy. Hedge? We used to have a hedge at Rosary when I grew up. The cricket and tennis ball gets stuck in the hedge. We had to trim the hedge and rake up all the branches. Bloody terrible. Too much hard work. So it was great when we built a fence to get rid of the hedge. So a hedge in sports betting is when you bet against an existing bet to cover 
a win or a loss or whatever. So let's say you're gonna you're guaranteed to win, well then you bet the other way. So you so you so you cover it if it doesn't quite win. Talk some more about some more sports betting terms that are actually quite funny. <laughs> so let's go now to the next game, Saturday night. <clears throat> it's gonna be fantastic. We have the Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Well, the Bills are looking good finally after being terrible for oh, a long time. Got Josh Allen at quarterback, fantastic. Stefan Diggs has come across from the Vikings and had a great year. You got Beasley that came across from the Dallas Cowgirls, I mean Cowboys, and you got McKenzie at wide receiver. You got Singletary at running back. You got Ed Oliver in defense tackle. You got Travis White, Tredavious White at cornerback. You got Josh Norman at quarterback. They got a good team. They got a good team. But then you got the Ravens with the reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson. He's a fantastic runner. If I was the Bills defense, I would be trying to hurt him. I would be getting those knees right into his thigh muscles. You do it fairly. You give him a corky, we call it, where you get your knee into the thigh muscle and then he can't run too good. And I tell you what else annoys the hell out of me about these NFL players. They go, oh, I didn't mean to hurt him. I didn't mean to hurt that guy. Of course you did. It's part of the game. You hurt a player fairly within the rules, and that is an advantage. Of course you try and knock the quarterback out. Sure, you don't try and, like, break his neck. If you hurt a player fairly within the rules, that is great. And then they say, oh, I didn't try and hurt him in the interview afterwards. Well, a load of Cleveland Brown shit on my pants. Bullshit. All right, well, Lamar Jackson's fantastic. We've got um, Derek Wolfe. We've got Calais Campbell. We've got Marcus Peters. We've got, oh, we've got Tucker the Kicker. We've got uh, Marquise Brown. We've got Des Bryant. The old Des Bryant's back playing. So, you know what? I think the Ravens can win. I did pick the Bills. And let's now go to my mixed money line multi margin mathematics. As we talked about, Gabe is interested. Gabe and Cam want to know all my 10 to 12 little factors of this equation. Well, let's run through them right now for the podcast. A gut feel slash my NFL knowledge. Like I said, with the Packers, Rams, I didn't even do this equation, I just went. Gut feel, knowledge, Packers to win. That was it. Didn't let anyone influence me. Stuck with that all week. Okay, I'm going with a one point for the Bills. So you have between zero and three points for every part of this equation, except for the quarterback. Better quarterback, you can add up to seven points. So normally, item B is recent record well that doesn't apply this week it did apply for the wild card game but right now your past record doesn't matter at all so that is scrubbed for the week two of the playoffs item C home field advantage I've given one out of three points here for the Buffalo Bills so that takes them to two points item D better quarterback whoa I called it even on this Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, I've called it even, so Bill's still favoured by two. Item E, very interesting. Big factor, and especially big this year in COVID. So it's injuries, and I've added this year, slash COVID outs. 
Now, that is the deciding factor on Sunday morning. So right now, I'm not sure. Maybe the um, Ravens have a few more injuries, but we'll leave it at that. Current record, item F, doesn't apply for this second week of the playoffs. Item G, coaching advantage. We've got Harbour versus McDermott. The experienced Harbour and McDermott's been in the league. I think he's third or maybe fourth year as the Bills head coach. No advantage there. Both great coaches. So now the Bills, I've still got them at plus two. Record versus Ravens. Well, they haven't played in a while. I think December 2019 was the last time, and the Ravens just beat them by 24-17. So I'll leave that out because they haven't played this season. Bills still favoured by two. Item I. Who my favourite NFL is pick? Okay, so my favourite NFLers that I listen to each week Includes some of the sports grid cast, Gabe, and uh, Teddy Covers, and a few of the boys. And uh, also Mike Florio and Chris Sims, and my buddy James, my racing truck driver buddy James. He really knows his stuff as well. Well, most of them have picked the Ravens. So there we go. One point to the Ravens, so deduct one point. Two minus ones makes it one point favourite right now for the Bills. Weather, well, <clears throat> won't matter. Ravens play outdoors, Bill play out, Bills play outdoors. Doesn't matter. No advantage there, I don't believe. So Bills still favoured by one. Item K, turnovers in the season slash playoffs. This is a really cool factor. Now this is all just common sense, my my algorithm it's common sense to give me a good guide as to when i'm not sure who to pick the winner so turnovers in the season slash playoffs well for the seasons you look this up bills and ravens they were both plus four on turnovers so that's offense and defense interception fumbles the turnovers well, in the first week of the playoffs, the Ravens had a uh, interception, I believe, against the Titans. So there we go. I have given one point to the Bills. So the Bills now favoured by two. Item L, the last of the items. The chance of the mental letdown slash playoff experience. I've added for the playoffs. Well, I've got to say, I'm going to give one point here to the Ravens. More playoff experience last year, even though they got beaten and out in two games. But the Bills have to prove to me that they do not get nervous in the playoffs. They should have beat the Colts by more than they did. They got a bit lucky last week. So there we go. One point to the Ravens. So two minus one. So my calculation, I have worked out to Bills win by one point. I hope they do, and I hope they go through to the next round. Now, like I said, it's just a guide, but it really is cool for me to try and work out who I think might win the game when I'm not sure. And there we go on the background. There we go. My, uh, my calculation where I picked the Chiefs by 10 to win the Super Bowl. They won by 11. So I framed it. I'm pretty proud of that. Got a bit lucky, but whatever. Who cares, right? It's all fun and games and shit and giggles. All right, the next game. 
<coughs> Sunday, the first game Sunday. It's the Cleveland Browns shit in my pants versus the reigning Premier's Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Didn't do, didn't do my calculation. I just thought, what's the point? I think the Chiefs will win. The Browns are a chance to cover the 10-point spread. But then Mahomes might just go on a tear and score three touchdowns in five minutes. So I like the Chiefs to win. Money line, take them in a money line multi with the Packers and it pays minus 176. The Browns, oh, well, they got some good players. They got good, very good running backs. Chubb and Hunt, the former Chief. Baker Mayfield, he's done all right this year after a bad year last year and a good first year. You got a great wide receiver in Landry. You got Janovich at full back. You got Denzel Washington Ward at cornerback. You got the great defensive end. Garrett, the dirty guy that swung, got hit in the helmet and was rough and tough and got banned and suspended against the Steelers last year. The Browns, well, their pass defense is not very good. Ranked 25th. Their run defense is ranked 9. The Chiefs, well, they shouldn't have rested all those players. Well, they did. They rested a lot of players in week 19. So they've had like two or three weeks off and haven't been playing. So they might be a bit rusty and they haven't blown out any teams really much this year. They've kind of been cruising. So will they kick into high gear straight away early in these playoffs or will the Browns hang around? Like I said, take the Chiefs to win. Oh, some of their players... <clears throat> Oh, Hill, Hill is, Hill is, Hill, the wide receiver, he is an Olympic speed. He's amazing. You got Kelsey, you got Watkins, you got Robinson all on offense. You got Edwards Hilaire, the new running back the first year, great little player. Le'Veon Bell, he is a running back that's come over from the Steelers who I've always liked as a player. And you got Williams at running back as well. And then defense, you got Tyron Matthews. They call him the Honey Badger. He got that name from college. I'm not sure why. I think it's something to do with smoking weed, but I'm not actually sure on that. You got Frank Clark and Chris Jones, stars, who play well in the Super Bowl, especially it was Chris Jones, I believe, who played excellent last year in defensive tackle in the Super Bowl. Take the Chiefs to win, maybe not cover. <clears throat> And the final game, oh, can't wait for this one as well. We have the Tampon Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints, 440. Sunday, my team, the Saints are favoured by three. Oh, the Bucks, they should have covered last week, but then this quarterback played for the Washington football team, the team with no name. Heineke, Taylor Heineke, Heineken, they even named a beer after him, as I said, the Dutch beer was named after this little champ, Taylor Heineken, Heineke, he played fantastic, the Bucks did not cover, but they won against Washington, they put up a good score, they got great players, they got, they have a very good team, I feel like they're underachieving a little bit so far so let's see if they can just pick it up a notch and beat the saints some of their great players well we've got the legend tom brady of course at 43 years old who's played very well this year 
getting great protection on that O-line. We've got Mike Evans, a really good wide receiver. We've got Gron Gronkowski, the got off the WWE and came back to play football. We got Brady at tight end who's playing well. We got Jones and Fournette at running back. We have Jason Pierre Paul with a fingerless Jason Pierre Paul. <laughs> you about this? On July 4th, he freaking he set firecrackers on his fingers and lost fingers on his hand when he's at the New York Giants. So brainless Jason Pierre Paul, but he's a big fella and a good player. Then you got a Dominican Sue, the rough, tough, dirty, he's a dirty player. And Dominican Sue, the former Detroit Lion, he's up there as well. You got Ryan Suckup at kicker, and you got Winfield Jr. at safety. So they've got a very good all-round team. The Saints, well, of course, you got Breeze, who's him and Brady are fighting it out for the touchdown record. Breeze hasn't been playing as well. You got Hill at backup quarterback, and Jameis Winston, the former Buck, as well. You got Michael Thomas at wide receiver. Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, one of my favorite Broncos player and a Super Bowl 50 champ. Then he went to the 49ers and now he's at the Saints. He's a damn good player. You got Cook at tight end. You got Kamara, 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 the star of the rock show, Bowlers. He's in there. He's back from COVID-19. Had to sit out for a while. You got Murray at running back as well. Michael Jens, Jenkins in defense and... Lattimore at quarter cornerback. They have a great defense. These Saints, they're a, they are ranked fifth on past defense. Very, very good team. So let's now go to my Moneyline Multi-Margin Mathematics for this game. Here we go. Here we go. We've done it all. Okay. Bucks at Saints. Gut fill. My NFL knowledge, well, I'm hoping I'm going for the Bucks. So A is the home team. So we got Saints minus one. We put one point on the Bucks. Home field advantage, yes, we'll give one point to the Saints there. So there we are, all tied up at zero. Better quarterback. Well, I'm going to give two points to Tom Brady. He's playing better than Drew Brees. Drew Brees had cracked ribs and punctured lung. He's back, but he's still in pain and not playing quite as well. So two out of seven points, just a bit better at the moment, is the legend Tom Brady. So that takes Bucks, that takes the Saints to minus two. Injuries, COVID. Well, I'm going to wait till Sunday. But at this stage, I gave one extra point to the Bucks. Looks like the Saints might have some injuries. Minus three for the Saints. Coaching advantage. Whoa, I'm going to give a bit of advantage to Sean Payton over Bruce Arians, who's still a very good coach. Slight advantage to Sean Payton. So there we go. Saints minus two underdog right now. Record versus Bucks. Well, we've got to give the Saints points here because <coughs> they smashed the Bucks this year. But they've beaten them twice this year, so there's one point to the Bucks. So now the Saints are minus one. Who my favourite NFLers pick? Well, we got Gabe had the Saints. We got Chris Sims had the Saints. We Babano had the Bucks. We had James had the Saints. So I gotta give one point to the Saints. All tied up, zero. Turnovers. Turnovers. 
Here we go. Very close. Bucks plus eight, Saints plus nine, but Saints had a fumble in the wild count card weekend. So minus one point to the Saints. Chance of a mental letdown, playoff experience. Well, Bucks haven't been in the playoffs for many, many years. One point to the Saints. So as I said on the show tonight, according to my calculation, it ends up a draw, a tie after regulation. So let's hope the Bucks can kick a field goal or a touchdown in the overtime and win by three or six. Bit of fun, eh? But like you say, when you do my calculation, you realise that it's very evenly matched teams. So two of the four games, I use my mixed money line multi-margin mathematics calculation. It's a bit of fun. It's a lot of fun, but it does help me. Of course, it doesn't work all the time. <coughs> you can have a turnover and a touchdown, and the game can get blown out, but it really does help me. So here's my best bets. Packers and Chiefs on a money line multi. That's for the win, minus 176. Add the Bills, so that's a three-team money line multi parlay, as they say, plus 162. Add the Bucks, that gives you plus... Five, four, three on the money line multi, or as they say on Sports Grib, they call it a parlay. When I first heard the name parlay, I'm thinking, what the hell's a parlay? Parlay? Am I going to get sex on a golf course? Am I going to get laid on a par three or a par four? Am I going to get, you know, a bit of, bit of romping with some hot chick on a golf course? Parlay? That's a silly name. So I like my name, Multi. The Multi, it makes sense. It's easier to comprehend. A couple other bets just for a bit of fun. Multis on the plus minus. I put the Packers and minus 6.5 together with the Browns at plus 10 for a bit of fun. That pays plus 249. Add the Bills at minus 2.5. That pays plus 540. Add the bucks at plus three, that pays 11.51. So there's a bit of fun. And I also did put a bit of money on the Bills Ravens on the over 49.5. So be careful with your betting, your gambling. Bet what you can afford. Don't be crazy because it's a bit of fun, but you don't want to lose too much money because then you get all pissed off and don't enjoy the games. Should be absolutely fantastic. Let's talk about a few more betting terms. Well, the spread, like I said, the spread, the plus minus. I tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to spread some Vegemite on toast with butter and make Gabe and Cam and all these crazy sports bettors eat. I would bet them that I could be, eat way more, way more pieces of toast with Vegemite on them then those boys, I might make some money one day on a road rage and get the toaster out and see how many times I can beat these boys eating Vegemite. The spread, a spread is a term in betting. The parlay, like we said, oh, there's bad beats, cover the spread, all sorts of names, teasers, a teaser? I never even knew what a teaser was. Enjoy the weekend. And hopefully you can check out my other podcasts and my Twitter and uh, have fun. Love the NFL. Over and out, TV.